0: Alrighty, which one do you use, Clumpfesh? All right,
1: I'm sure you're ready to head back to the ship.
0: Uh, right, Captain. I've always pictured going out on a ship, but also I didn't think about how far away it would always be from the land, and that's not a thrilling point for me right now.
2: You you, you embody an angelic hand in people's dreams frequently.
0: What are you
3: talking about?
1: I'd say maybe about ten years now. All I know is he wanted to make a name for himself. Some of family problems, blah, 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 the usual.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's what's going around, you know?
1: I just need a bit of information. What is it that you are trying to do when you go into the Red Kingdom's territory?
3: and welcome back to another episode of The Gate Chronicles. This is Chronicle 1, Chapter 67. I am your host and game master for this series, session, episode, chapter, chronicle, you know, all those terms. My name is Emily, and I hope you are ready to join us today as we pick back up after our brief hiatus, (laughs) along with my two only players. Go ahead and introduce yourselves, boys.
2: Hi, I'm Quentin Aught, and I play Charles Smoot, 57-year-old biology teacher born and raised in upstate New York, feeling as if I've been suspended in some liminal space and time, and I haven't been addressed or referred to as in months.
0: And I'm Jaden, and I play Finavir Avere. It's a fantastic roguish bard. He does things and stuff. Uh, He goes
2: on adventures with his friends. I can confirm he does things and stuff.
3: Very much things and stuff.
2: Let's see what things and stuff we get into this episode.
3: Right. So, let's get started. The Starlight Maiden has carried our adventurers faithfully to their destination. From more gentle waters, through the Maw of the fisher Men, to the audacious walls of Taija. the city is within their sights, foretelling of great secrets and goals yet unrealized within. But information revealed by the Barricade Commander indicates a more dire circumstance for Wolf's Lodge, Perhaps this city is only a pit stop, or it is the answer. We will find out in the coming episodes, because who knows if we'll figure it out in this one episode. As I said, your Starlight Maiden over here has actually gotten you to your destination. Your ship has arrived at port, and it is currently pulling up to the docks. And you see, as the Starlight Maiden is swaying gently with the waves, she comes into the dock. The port thrums with the wall of the crowds and groaning of moored ships. From a topper deck, you can easily see those of all creeds, colors, and shapes bustling about in the market. Small groups of Red Guard patrol the area, stopping occasionally to inspect goods or persons. Your attention is called away from the clamor of the streets as the captain clears his throat. <clears throat> and that about covers the abridged
1: rules and regulations. So long as you follow those laws, you won't end up in jail or. Get your head cut
2: off. (laughs) I'm so glad I wrote all of those down, and when requested on for a later date, can refer to those. Yes, I too definitely will
0: remember exactly what you said verbatim. Thank you.
2: (laughs) Are you sure you are paying attention? Honestly, Clem, can you go over one more time for me?
0: All
1: right. Try to keep your ears on this time so i hope you're ready because
3: <laughs> i actually was like i wonder if they're going to ask
0: oh, <laughs> or are go, they're going to go with it we get the pamphlets of the code legal like in Waterdeep.
3: all <laughs> right as i said
0: it's
1: highly recommended you keep your secret in business out of any conversation for the most part it can be dangerous here in this city as you know keep your weapons hidden no weapons are allowed in the city unless you're a, of the red guard
2: Charles Smoot just looks back at his, like, four-foot-long greatsword. Uh Uh-huh, yes, incognito.
3: Valen sees your eyes turn to your greatsword on your back, and he kind of, like, chuckles a little bit. Right, Smoot, how are you going to keep that one hidden away?
2: In my hollow left leg.
0: Maybe we could pawn it off.
2: You want to what with my who? (laughs) I don't think so, mister.
3: You want to do a hoo-ha with a hee-hee?
2: Well, unless Cerulean has suddenly learned sword swallowing, I don't really know how we're going to do it. I'll teach a red guard sword swallowing before I give up this bad boy.
0: And I will watch from the sidelines. Go, Smoot.
3: Kelsey chokes on some water as she hears something about sword swallowing and red guards.
2: Young lady, don't think about it like that. (laughs) But if that's what I need to do to keep my sword, I will.
0: Uh, Oh, no. So I guess we would have to get rid of... I think he has a rapier, but... If you can keep that concealed could, can you it, get rid of? Would you have to get rid of a dagger? The question. That's a weapon, isn't oh. it? So I guess he would. Uh, he's like, um... Does this count as a weapon? I'll pull out a dagger.
1: Is it a weapon?
0: Uh, this is tool a... is for whittling. I, I love to whittle, you know? Is a kitchen knife a weapon?
1: Generally, any blade I would leave under her. was it. Three inches is safe. Uh, th- or if the point is dulled.
2: All right. Uh, uh, you would probably know. Is there any establishment where we can discreetly go and store our wares without the contents of it being questioned?
1: Oh, I'm a machine. He starts scratching at his beard. I haven't really spent much time in the city for a while, so uh, perhaps you could talk with Lang about it. He's been in the city more than I have. I don't really like this place much. However. You might be able to check it with the guards themselves if you wanted to by the legal means. However, my recommendation would be to just keep it in. And throw cloth over it or something. Ah, oh, you're right. It's my walking
0: stick. Yeah. Oh, maybe perhaps if we get a little creative, you might might may not be able to access it, but perhaps we can find something artistic.
1: Another thing you should note. Just be aware. There is a sort of situation with loyalists in the city.
2: I'm going to need you to expand on almost all of those words. Situation and loyalists, specifically.
1: It's more along the lines of there's an expectation of uh, uh, there's a, what is it, a a call and then you give a response or something, I think. It's it's something along the lines of like uh, the Red Dawn greets you and you would be expected to give an appropriate response indicating your loyalties to the crown.
2: And what sort of response would we be expecting to give?
1: I don't know all of it exactly. My suggestion is, well, and to you. That's what
3: I would say, honestly.
0: Just like may the Force be with you, and also with you.
3: Lang, hearing this response as he's walking by, you respond with praise the rising sun.
2: Captain, that's drastically different than what you suggested. Well, it's...
1: honestly, depends on where your loyalties lie, right? I wouldn't be surprised if you met some individuals who didn't exactly agree with the crown. Overall, use your judgment on who you can trust. But anyone who tells you the Red Dusk settles or responds with, in the shadows we endure, will be a friend indeed. And I'm sure there's some other laws I've missed. You could talk with the Red Guard in the city if you need more information. Those should get you through, though, for the most part. Just don't do anything um, stupid. Very specific instructions given
3: by the GM.
2: Ah, you know us, Captain. What could possibly go wrong?
3: There are over 180 laws. Lang responds in the background.
2: You got a pamphlet for that?
3: No. Are
2: we just supposed to know all these?
3: Just don't do anything stupid, like the Captain said.
0: Uh, And all these laws hinge on this one. Don't do anything
2: stupid. All the law and the prophets?
0: (laughs) 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 Oh... That needs to be some, like, Reddit post or t-shirt or something.
2: (laughs) All the law and the prophets rest on this law alone. Don't do anything stupid.
3: Your ship has not exactly pulled into dock yet. They're still, like, getting everything situated. But you know that you will have a little bit of extra time aboard the vessel before you would have to depart.
0: There's a few questions that Finn's going to try to get answered. Okay. Probably going to ask Lang because he seems to be the most straightforward guy here. The captain seemed to be on his mark this morning. Must be out of booze.
3: He does seem clear-eyed today. And he's scratching at his little star eye on his shoulder.
2: Uh, Charles has to welcome to Finnevere before he does, and goes off and does his own thing. Uh, hey, Finn, uh, it might end up being a dead end and not amount to literally anything, but... Mm-hmm. I figured you might as well shoot your shot before you miss the opportunity, because once this ship sets sail, I don't think it's ever coming back, quite literally. I don't know if you've noticed, but the captain's been, like, eyeing you all kind of funky, kind of like the whole, like, two-week journey. Um, I had a brief conversation with him. I feel like probably you should have had that conversation with him in hindsight, but, you know, say lobby. Um, Is there something that you should have told me, like, days ago? Oh, probably, right? Like, maybe eons ago like months in advance who knows uh you remember that whole thing where when we were getting him from the brothel yeah he acted like he recognized you and called you ash
0: yeah i mean i've been mistaken as someone else before but not that's specifically someone
2: i don't know i just feel like you could follow up on that because again how many times do you specifically get mistaken for someone I mean, there was Madame Poplai,
0: she said I looked like Baron Asher, and then it turns out he was my grandfather. So, I
2: mean, if there's apparently such a strong family resemblance, maybe the captain knew your grandfather, or maybe someone else in your family, and I know you've been looking for your family,
0: so... Well, if the Asher dreams are as strong as they seem, because honestly, I saw a gray hair myself the other day and started... You know Never mind. (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> um, I might give that a shot. Could you find out and see if relics are evil hoodoo here, or they're just normal and we can use them? I mean,
2: I, I guess I was kinda gonna go fiddle with the one that we need to be more discreet about, that's gonna point to a thing maybe, and try and figure out where it's pointing to, in discretion, in our secret compartment. I'm sure we'll figure things out!
0: Uh. I'll catch up with you when we make port.
2: Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Finn will make for the captain and Charles Smooth's going downstairs to the secret hidden quarter room that they were provided.
3: Benavir, the captain is currently standing at the helm. He doesn't really appear to be doing anything with the helm. He's mostly just resting his arm on it, just keeping it straight as the rest of the crew are adjusting the sails and pulling up the yard arms and everything else along ghost lines. You know, all those ship terms that I don't have. Port, starboard, bow, stern.
0: He's at the ship place.
3: He's at the ship place. With
0: the wheel and stuff. On
3: the top deck.
0: Yeah. You'll approach the captain. Hey, captain.
3: Oh, hey there. Uh,
1: Benavir, right?
0: Benavir, yes. And, uh, uh, I, I've been meaning to ask. Yeah,
1: and I've been meaning you, you first.
0: Well, when we first met, maybe you don't recall, uh, you said I look a lot like someone named Ash.
1: Hey, uh, your Charles over there told me about that.
0: Uh, yeah, and he didn't mention anything until just now, and Strange. not much of You
1: sure he's your friend?
0: Of course I'm sure. I bet my life on it regularly, and I'm still alive.
3: He raises an eyebrow at that, but just sort of nods.
0: So, last time someone said I looked like someone, they end up being a family member, and I'm trying to find mine.
1: Ah, uh, you an orphan?
0: Uh, yes, I guess I, I was. It's a little complicated. I was abandoned in the forest in a moment of desperation. Uh, the, the details were a little clouded as I was young and my mother was trying to protect me, and likely met some horrible demise. But I've only ever seen my father a few times to memory, and that was when I was really young. I was thinking maybe this ash person might have something to do with him. So he went missing, and before I could... You know, it's hard to know how old you were when you haven't really been taught to keep track of years.
1: <laughs> well, when it comes to Ash, it does bear a striking resemblance to the lad. I haven't seen him for over ten years, but I did sail with him for about three. All right. In fact, the last place I saw him was here in Taja but he was talking about going out east.
0: Good to know. What kind of man was he, was he... Honorable, the useful, knowledgeable?
1: None of the three, honestly. Uh, what is the way to put it? A man who had a woman on each arm at any given time. Definitely not knowledgeable at the sea, but was eager to learn. Don't know much about his past, though.
0: Well, if you do ever see him again, tell him that Finnicus is looking for him. It's another name I'm known by. He'll recognize that one.
1: I'm not gonna remember that, but alright. I'll try. It took me three years to remember his name,
0: lad. Alright, how about this? If by some miracle you end up seeing him again, tell him that and meet me. I owe you a barrel of booze.
1: Alright, alright. I doubt I'll see him though. Like I said, last time I saw him was ten years ago. Right. The man was seeking more adventure than anything. Oh, how. Have- This is how we sailors put it, but the sea was his mistress.
0: I can see why it was quite the voids just traveling place to place. Although it gets dull, it gets very lively when it gets lively.
1: There is one other thing. Don't know if this is of any significance to you, but maybe it'll help you with identifying if Ash really is someone of blood origin to you. He always had this handkerchief with him. Had a purplish flower on it. Got really mad when I tried to use it to blow my nose.
0: Well, that is of interest. My mother was quite fond of uh, Amaryllis.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: It's a flower, and it's purple.
1: Well, I'm not a land lover I'm a sea dog more than anything. But uh, I can occasionally stop and smell the flowers.
0: Uh, thank you for your time, Captain.
1: Of course. Hopefully, you found the information useful.
0: Yep. And perhaps one day, we'll have another lucrative venture together. Perhaps. So Finn will say his farewells, and then try to find Lang to get some last-minute questions before docking, if possible.
3: Charles Smoot, you are below deck in your little room area. I need you to roll a use magic device if you would like to activate the relic.
2: Oh, that skill doesn't exist anymore. That's true. You want me to roll like a lore seeker?
3: Yeah, it would have to be. Remember, you failed it last time when you tried. Let's
2: go! 29 for Charles Smoot.
3: Okay. Charles Smoot, you finagle with it. Briefly, trying to remember what Kelsey did, you put a little bit more effort than you probably needed to into it, and you pull. You do hear something kind of make a very odd creaking sound that it didn't make previously, but it does open up.
2: That's good for it. Don't worry.
3: Oh, no, he says.
2: No, That's what you said. I said that's good for it.
3: Well, one die said one. One dice at 18, so we'll find out we'll what that means. We'll find out
2: next week on the Gate Chronicles. Oh, let's find
0: out next now.
3: Charles Smoot. The device opens up and you see as a beam of light aims directly into the door
2: leading out. Um, Can I tell its, like, cardinal direction? If I pull up my map, can I roll, like, a survival to kind of, like, triangulate it from its last known direction that we saw it from back at the secret base.
3: You could try. Cool. You would need three points, though, to get a definitive.
2: Yeah, but you can use two to get a rough estimate.
3: Sure. You can try.
2: 29 for Charles Smith's survival.
3: Hmm, interesting. For sure. on
2: this game.
3: You can tell that the light seems to be pointing northeastish. Oh,
2: That's all Charles Smith needs to do. I guess we, we can go back to Finn now.
3: Alright. Finn, you see that Lang is currently standing at the gangplank, which is currently being lowered down to the docks themselves.
0: Are there guards on the dock That's it's being lowered to? Like, are we, like, about to be boarded?
3: You don't see anybody trying to board your vessel. You do see that there are a red guard walking around the area. They're occasionally stopping people and inspecting them and their items, but there doesn't seem to be anybody really interrogating the ships that they come in. Unless, like, there's large quantities of items getting off. Yeah. yeah. However, you could roll a perception check as well.
0: Uh, I'm thinking that it, it actually might be a better idea just to go down and start to secure items away. Okay. So I'll go down to the secret hold.
3: Sure. You go down there and you open up the door as Charles Smoot is currently, like, hunched over the map like a gremlin trying to trace out directions of things.
2: <laughs> nah, by all accounts, it just doesn't make any sense.
0: So you should be trying to finagle your items in a safe place.
3: Currently, the line, as soon as he opens up the door, kind of shoots out the door and is expanding all the way up to the stairs. Like, you can just see it all the way through the hull of the ship.
2: Hey, 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 close that! We don't want to publicize this to everyone! What, what?
0: How was I supposed to know? He quickly shuts the door.
3: The door closes behind you. The room is semi-lit by the device that he is using. He has a lantern in there as well.
2: Wait, so do you you want to start paying? Sure, I mean, I'll wrap my greatsword in a blanket and say that we're transporting my grandmother's urn. She was a big woman.
0: Wrap it in paper machine covered in flowers. But we'll have to get in the city first. Uh, Yeah, flawless plan, Ben.
2: Flawless plan.
3: You hear a knock on the door. Uh, am I good
2: to come in, guys? Uh, Charles Smoot closes the device. Thank you for knocking. The correct thing to do when there is a closed door. are you breaking... Changing or no. she oh.
3: opens the door in response. Yeah, Finn, what if Kelsey was changing in here?
0: <laughs> Finn turns beet red and he's like, Uh <laughs> you make a great point.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing I wasn't in here. I don't know what happened, but I guess it's a great thing. Uh alright. Um, I don't really don't have much with me besides my bag. So do you guys need me to carry anything for you?
2: Uh, I think that's what I should be saying to you, generally. I'm the pack mule in this relationship we have. Um, no, not particularly. I need a way of obscuring the fact that I have a four-foot-long greatsword, though. If you have some magic voodoo that can do that, that would be great.
3: No, I don't have anything like that. You could maybe wrap it in some big canvas and and tie it. Make it look like a, a parcel or something.
0: Uh bin travel's light nowadays, so no more giant sheets of purple cloth.
3: You do know that there is a spare canvas on this part of the ship, probably used to repair their sails, but they might not notice if it goes missing right now.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Charles Smith will attempt to make that. Great idea, Kelsey.
3: I'm glad I had an idea that worked for you. What are we doing with Cerulean while we're here?
2: Riding him? Like a majestic steed he is?
3: Okay. Do you have enough food for him?
2: I'm sure we can find food in town.
3: I don't know. I've never had a pet elk. She just walks out of the room.
0: They mostly eat grass! So? So, can Finn try to do the uh, disguising?
3: Yes, you may attempt to disguise his weapon.
0: Uh, what would you like me to roll for that? Disguise? Uh, do you mean thievery or
2: stealth? I think that is what she means, Jaden. <laughs> how strange. <laughs> em, how old are your notes? Well, this is
0: Pathfinder 2nd Edition now.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How old are her notes that she has Pathfinder 1st Edition skills? Well, this is a... How My... long has this campaign been running? It's that's been a, very, a while. It has been a very long time.
3: Actually, I think deception works better in this circumstance anyway, so let's do that.
2: Go, Jaden. Let's go, dice. 25 some good dice. I had some good dice. Dice have been nice tonight. Dice have been kind so far. So that means ooh, that's bad for later though.
3: Write that down. That's going to be the DC for that item.
2: Yeah, for whenever anyone rolls perception against it. Got it. Hopefully everyone has garbage perception in this town.
3: There's a lot of guards. All
0: right. is
2: pretty good though. Do you think it's
0: okay to have the, the rapier in there too?
3: Yeah, you you think you could put the rapier in there if you wanted to, but that means that one of you would be carrying both weapons.
0: Yeah, it's not. I don't think we'll be able to access it in too much of a hurry without unbundling everything that sounds like a smooth problem
3: okay you can put your rapier in there that's fine
0: that or leave it behind we have like enhanced armor is that that easily detectable because i I don't know what that looks like in game
3: what do you mean by enhanced armor
0: he has graphs on his armor yeah he has the uh what do you call it the blink nodule oh that's
2: just a relic bud
3: Unless somebody knows what they're looking for, you point it out, they probably won't notice it, or if you activate it. It's kind of like with magic, right? I would say in this society and universe, they don't have detect magic currently. As far as you're aware, currently they do not have access to anything like detect magic. There could be a relic that could do that, but you have not encountered anyone who has been able to, and from what... You remember, because you haven't talked to Lang yet about the society. It is likely that you'll probably pass without any difficulty, as long as nothing is active.
0: All right, I guess that makes sense. Uh, this is this doll. It's just my therapy doll.
3: You carry around a doll. It's a little weird, you know. But hey,
0: could be. It's not like I'm the only weird person in the city.
3: Right. So, gentlemen, uh, you guys have been below deck. You get yourselves together, and then you head up topside?
0: Yep. Yeah.
3: Um, Jaden, for your weapon being added to that, if you're doing that, I would just ask that you add a roll more deception for your weapon being added in there. It'll be at a bonus.
0: 33. Perfect. Better than the first one.
3: But we're going to use the overall DC for that. It's just making yeah, sure it's in Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the stealth is defined one. by the, the weakest link.
3: Yes, the weakest link over there yeah. is definitely Charles Smooth's the, the, weapon. The four-foot
0: sword, yeah. Like with regular stealth.
3: Just don't drop it. Okay, Charles Smooth is carrying both your rapier and his greatsword. How are you carrying it? Are you just holding it on your back? Like, what are you doing? You got options.
2: I mean, tell be me. be suspicious? Well, we different. used
0: rope to turn it into like a backpack type yeah, thing. Tell
3: me how you guys are kind of like, got, we, you got yourself all such
2: a Mickey. You oh, could. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just where?
3: You have a pack elk.
2: Yeah, we put it on the pack elk. That's the least suspicious thing.
3: Uh, you see that Valen actually has a backpack. It seems like he's also disguised his rapier by wrapping it in some sort of cloth canvas, but he has it essentially behind his back tucked into the backpack a little bit. Kelsey has a side hip bag and slung over her shoulders. She doesn't really carry much on her, so she looks fine. You look fine, for the most part.
2: You know, when delving, discretion really isn't ever a concern. This isn't a problem I ever thought I would have to come up against, you know, like attempting to smuggle in an eight-foot sword or else I may have reconsidered my choice of weaponry. Oh,
3: is it worse than smuggling in a five-foot-eight person or out? I mean, are you- Unconscious? You You did it once, Charles.
2: I think you'll be fine. I did that in the middle of a flaming fiasco where everyone was in utter chaos and running through the streets. This is a very different situation.
3: Well, this is also relatively chaotic. Everyone roll your perception check as you have reached towards the gangplank and you're now looking over the entirety of this dock.
0: 27, nothing but hot rolls tonight.
2: 29, Charles Smoot agrees. Nothing but hot rolls tonight. Nothing can stop us. Okay. As long as we keep rolling an average of 15. Yeah. You,
3: you both see that this is a very busy port. There are ships coming in and out. Overall, the water is calm and it is a nice sunny day. It is actually kind of cool on the water. It's late afternoon and I'm going to give you the date just so you have it. Apelor, 28th. Imordun? Year, so far as you're aware, is 1509. But in addition to that, as you take in your surroundings, smelling the fresh, salty air, you see that there seems to be three entryways into the city, which is blocked off by another wall. There are walls everywhere in this city. This one seems to be made of stone, shorter than the ones that you saw when you were coming in. And you can see some of the buildings peeking over the top of it. But mainly you can see in the distance what appears to be a raised area in the city, also surrounded by circular walls. And you think you see spires peeking over it. But there are three entryways from where you're standing. One to the northwest, one to like straight north from where you are, and one to the northeast. You see that it seems to be a checkpoint at each one.
0: And we're above deck now?
3: You are on the top deck. You are currently by the gangplank. You are prepared to go down if you would like. Lang is currently standing there. He's just waiting for you guys.
0: Uh, I guess we'll go up as a group and
2: meet up with them. Uh, So, Lang, which one do you recommend? What do you mean? There's like three different entrances. I'm assuming one's better than the other, if you know what I mean.
3: I mean, if your goal is... You're in Taija. Depends on what you're looking for.
2: Discretion.
3: Let's put it this way. I haven't been here for a little while, so things might have changed a little bit. The South District is probably going to be least interesting. It's not much going on down there. Most of it's still in ruins. If you're looking for a good time, go to the North District. If you look in the East, you're going to see... Some interesting sights. I think they have a a very large coliseum there.
2: Where do we go to find the people where the red dusk settles and in the shadows we endure?
3: He looks at you and glares at you. Keep your voice down. We are smack dab in the middle of enemy territory.
2: Yeah, so where do I find the the not enemy territory?
3: You're going to have to figure that out for yourself.
2: Alright, thanks for the help, bud. I haven't been here in a while. I don't know what's left. I think direction would be nice. I'm trying
3: to tell you where you could go if you're looking for things.
2: What's left? Like,
0: was there a big coup down here too?
3: Ten years ago, yeah.
0: Surprised I haven't heard about it.
3: His eyes just get really wide. And then he just kind of like looks away and shakes his head. You must not get much information where you guys are from.
0: Yeah, you know, I man, I I got plenty of imported books, but never jeez. Yeah, apparently someone's censoring something.
3: Well, I guess it's actually a little over 10 years now. But yeah, there was a purge here.
0: Uh, the riot purge. That sounds kind of violent, like a purge of like a particular type of flower or like people. He just
3: stops, he holds his hand up. Then he waves you to come away from the side of the ship at the docks. If you want to talk about this, we should have c- come here.
0: Yeah, I'm
2: starting to think this was a conversation that should have happened before we embarked. Like like days ago, honestly, when we were out in the middle of the open ocean. We had so much time. What did we do with all that time?
3: You guys mostly slept, lounged about.
0: Remember. Is that why I feel great? I feel so great. <laughs>
3: Survived being attacked by a giant fish at the sea?
0: Oh, that was just like a Tuesday for Smoot.
3: I'm pretty sure that we talked about this before what the purge
2: was. I'm pretty sure. My you're fiance,
3: Charles. I know I talked to you about this.
2: You had a what? Yeah, you had a fiance. No, I would have definitely roasted your giblets more if I knew you had a fiance. Hold on, I'm still stuck. What?
0: Okay, we can have a personal catching up at like an inn or something. <laughs> I don't know
2: if we can. This is kind of, like, politically sensitive information here. Right.
3: So, (laughs) gentlemen, lady, I'm assuming Valen, you're quite aware of the situation. The government that is in power was not the one that was originally here. This place used to be run by the Merchants Guild directly. See up there? In that high part? That used to be called the High Guild. That's now the base of operations of the Red King and his order.
2: Wait, 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 rewinding. The Merchant Guild that's now in Raylund? Yes. So, okay.
3: That one up there has been there for a long time, but this used to be the hub of all trade in Westrealm.
2: It sounds like getting rid of that is a pretty bad thing economically, but the city seems to be doing fine.
3: Well, the Red Guard believed that the Merchant Guild was corrupt from within. There were a lot of people who were suffering under their rule. Apparently in the West District, that entire area was a slums. The clan that was in charge of that was actually slaughtered. The Red Guard came in, they took over, they wiped out all the other clan heads, and they instated their own government in its place. You can see Balin's eyes sort of darkened during this conversation.
2: So oh, kinda like what happened in Rayland. Kill the person in charge put your own people in charge to then serve power and control?
3: You can definitely tell Valen's, like, extremely bothered by you verbalizing any of that.
2: I just want to make sure we're all on the same page, because apparently there's been a lack of communication in the past couple of weeks.
0: Well, maybe we take this time to do some team-building exercises.
3: So, uh, what about that fiancé thing we were talking about? Now that we've gotten all the, you know, the purge stuff out of the way. (sighs) Ugh.
2: Oh, wait, I'm vaguely remembering it. (laughs) No, Valen, this is funny. You should share it with Kelsey.
3: He just covers his face, runs his hand down over his mouth.
2: (laughs) It's been a while. I, Quentin, forgot this, but I love getting to relive it.
3: Now, don't take any of this the wrong way, Kelsey. Everything, there's nothing else going on. But at one point, technically, Cece and I were engaged. (laughs)
0: <laughs> just yeah, Finn just does, like, the anime jaw reaction. <laughs> All right.
3: So, she is what is left of the Musfani clan who was in charge of the Southern District here in Taisha. And I thought she was dead, among many others who thought the same. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's really weird. Okay. All right. She doesn't seem like your type, though. All right, that's enough of the fiancé conversation. It, it's over with. We're done with it
2: now. Wait, how how long ago was this marriage arranged if the coup was ten years ago? You would have been like, what, like twelve?
3: He just nods his head. Around there, yes. Arranged marriages don't really care too much about age. They wait until you're of the age of maturity before anything actually happens, but...
2: also, well, then wouldn't the marriage have been unarranged when her entire family died?
3: doesn't change the fact that she was my fiance. All
0: right, well, insensitivities aside, and speaking of, Cece, there's a chance she might be here in the city.
3: All eyes just turning towards the city, looking at it. A darkness sort of looming over
0: you. And if I were a gambling fin, and I'm not, uh she's probably in the center place.
3: Balin's eyes just kind of glance up at it.
2: I mean, the question is, is what Use would they have for a previous head of a merchant family? Well, a lot
0: of political gain. You could use someone as a baiting tool. Uh, what's the most fun? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm having a. Would Finn be somewhat aware of that name from, like, you know, his, like, history of alcohol type stuff? Is it part of general history enough to come up?
3: Um, it's generally not talked about much, especially because, you know, the victors are the ones who write history.
0: Oh, yeah, that, that does happen, you know, historical revisionism. But also, such.
3: it really doesn't have to do with your area. Like, Rayland, you learned more about Rayland history.
0: Yeah, I just, you know, merchant guild sounds pretty synonymous with... Okay,
3: so to clarify, and Valen will clarify. She's not the head of a merchant family. She's the head of a district clan. It's sort of like, the way it was run is there were four main clans. You could think of them like kings of their own districts.
2: Kind of like feudal lords. What? Never mind.
1: Lords of their districts. Sure. They would have been in charge of the area. They had a
3: lot of political power, and above that was the Merchants Guild, which controlled everything at the center. The problem being, though, is once one group amasses enough power, it's what the Redgar believed, is that there was so much power amassed in one district entirely that it was corrupt from within.
2: So, I mean, you're Mr. Political. I'm sure you would have more nuance, given your historical background. What good would Cece do someone in today's time and political landscape? Well... They very clearly took her for a reason. What would anyone have to gain?
1: I don't know. I really don't know the political aspect of this
3: city as it is.
0: Yeah, no, Finn has an idea, but he's not gonna speak it in front of an extra party.
3: Lang's just stand there, looking back and forth.
0: Uh, you know what, these people are super trustworthy and nothing could ever come back. Nothing could ever come to
2: bite us in the butt, right? They're leaving to go to some faraway land, Finn. Are they really gonna sell our secrets?
0: <laughs> it might have less to do with our heritage and more to do with our natural ability. We've seen the tip of the iceberg considering how important it was in those letters that we saw in John's office it has to be something of great importance that's just a running theory
3: well I don't know what they want her for or if she's even here but if she is and he looks back up towards the center of the city towards the dark spires which protrude overhead then maybe we have a duty to rescue her or at least I do
0: Oh. I'd be all in on that. I don't know how I'll face Amali if I ever see him again.
3: I don't know how we're going to take on an entire government, guys. Yeah,
2: I need to figure (laughs) out how to do that. Is that real? Okay, no, no, but like genuinely, is that really our concern right now? I mean, given our current objective line, if we go through with what we were sent here to do, I don't think we're coming back to Taisha, if you understand my dread.
3: you just hear a loud crunching sound from nearby
2: and
0: oh is that the captain that's probably lying
3: it's lying you see that he literally just has a little barrel of peanuts that he's just kind of like breaking out and just chewing
2: so if that is the case if we go and do what we're supposed to do we can't come back but if we do what you're supposing you want to do we may not be able to go and do what our actual objective for coming was
3: or, if we do the thing that we're supposed to do, we get the Seekers to help us, and, and we just make this a little less dangerous? Or, we create a giant distraction by doing the thing that we're supposed to do, and that drives all the red guard out of the city? I don't know. I just don't know if I'm ready to take on an entire government.
2: Speaking of which, blank, you seem like a man who would know. Where do you find heaps and tons of explosives, and how do you transport them?
0: Finn is not prepared for this conversation. Finn's just going to do the little, little, like, turn around, walk away, put his hand over his face like, what the heck? Somewhere deep down, he goes, he's not wrong, but at the same time, he's like, oh, my gosh.
3: I mean, the Red Guard have a lot of explosives.
2: That's good. So we rob the people and foil their plans with their own products.
3: I didn't tell you anything. He just gestures Places down his barrel of peanuts. Lang,
2: how could you have told us anything if we never asked the question?
3: Exactly. Now, are you going to get off our ship, or uh, are you planning on staying another night? I'm going to have to charge you for that.
2: Oh, yeah. uh, you see our finances looking kind of slim, Jim. We're going to have to skip scoot and skedaddle.
3: Make it quick. I don't got a lot of time, and I know the captain's itching to get back out at sea. We've got more deliveries to make.
0: All right, well, uh, best of luck. And uh, I guess we'll make our leave onto the docks.
3: Okay. Do you guys start heading off?
0: Yep. All our stuff and people and elk.
3: Lang taps you on the shoulder, Finn, before you go. Hey, one second. Sure. Pulls you off to the side. Listen, I know you really liked this little thing. And he pulls out one of his daggers. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And he actually gives it to you. And he says, just in case you find yourself in a pickle and, well, you are without a weapon. Thank you. He hands you the object, the wrist uh, band. It is a plus one striking returning dagger, and it has a bleed on critical.
2: Sounds hot.
3: As he hands you that, he also says, also, here, you're going to need this. And he hands you a scroll that is sealed. This should get you into the city without a problem. And as you turn the document in your hand and you look at the seal, you see that it looks like it is a dragon surrounding a wheel.
0: How should I use this appropriately?
3: When you try to get in the city. We got it from Commander Griffith when we passed through the barricade. It's basically just an official document stating that you're here meeting another business partner, and you're looking to explore the market for your future financial endeavors.
0: Well, thank you very much. Uh, Finfield's obligated to give him something in return. I don't know that he figured out what it did, but maybe it's time, uh, I think he would give him the gnome. (laughs) He never figured out what that did. (laughs) Okay.
3: You're getting Uh, the gnome.
0: I was told that this thing has the ability to give one good luck for the day. I haven't quite figured out how to use it. It's almost certainly a relic. It always seems to run off with something from somewhere. But maybe you can find use of it.
3: He just looks at you quizzically and takes this ceramic five-inch gnome from you. What am I supposed to do with this?
0: According to the shopkeeper, you rub its head to activate it.
3: Uh, All right, then. Thanks, Finn. He kind of just shifts it around in his hand, looking at it. He nods his head. There's a partial, like, awkward smile on his face. And he just turns and starts walking away from you with the gnome.
2: I'm so saddened by the loss of that item.
0: I I spent weeks trying to figure it out. So, there's nothing more that can be done.
2: (laughs) The fact that you haven't figured it out yet is what bothers me more. What,
0: was I supposed to whisper? Like, steal this thing.
2: (laughs) 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 I love listening back to the audio with you in that gnome. It's one of my favorite pastimes.
3: Okay, so, you guys are finally off the ship.
2: No, no, no. I think we can stay right here for another night, right?
3: I mean, I got rules and laws and regulations.
2: Rule one.
0: Get smooth to the Colosseum. Roll two, profits.
3: Now that you've all fully regathered, you have Cerulean with you, who is currently your pack elk. He looks slightly displeased by this. And he also stands out in this crowd. As you see, there is a regular fish market and there are people bustling about, but you don't see many mammals milling about the area, especially ones this large. And you begin making your way towards the city entrance yeah which one are you going to remember there's one in the northwest north and northeast
2: okay northwest i think
0: uh we got nothing on northwest oh, we, uh, we on got northwest? north for good times and northeast has coliseum i am preferable towards northeast i don't care about the Colosseum's a side adventure jade <laughs> yeah, yeah no 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 follow, follow the logic train here right okay if there's a coliseum sure that is an entertainment district. Sure. Okay. This is usually done to increase or decrease complaints for an area that might have more problems. I mean, think about civilization. That That's why you put up these entertainment districts. And in areas with uh, was it, um, great discomfort, entertainment thrives. Also, people who are in a bad situation may flock to a place like that. And where places where there's a lot of discontentment with the current agenda is where we may find people who allied with, you know, that sun stuff that you were talking about. That's my idea.
2: I'm proud of you. You put significantly more thought into it than I thought you did. I thought you were just like, I'm going to sign Smoot up for the Coliseum because money! (laughs) That's what I thought you were going with.
0: Well, we don't always have time to flesh out all of our ideas, but it seemed important this time. That's fine if that's where you want to go. I don't have a better idea, particularly with the information we've been given. Great. Northeast we go. See, you are thinking of that. You know what I was thinking
2: of the entire time? Sure. No, I'm not, not even close. Okay. Charles Smoot turns around to all of you. All right, guys, so to, we're going to have to get through customs. So here's my idea. I am your grandfather. You are all my grandkids. We're here to sell my cabbages. What? We don't have any cabbages. Have no cabbages. Well, that right, we're, we're prospective sellers. We need to gauge the interest in the city. It's flawless. We're what?
0: Right? Where's your land? T- what, out, up north. And how much farmland do you have? Ten acres. And why haven't I
2: heard of it before? Well, because we are part of the Raylan Kingdom, which just allied itself with the Red Kingdom...
3: Why wouldn't we bring some of our produce to sell?
2: It got lost on the sea voyage. Right. We were attacked. Okay. By Giant Sea Monster, we lost our produce.
3: Okay, so how are we going to convince them that we're actually here for a business venture?
2: People need food. I mean,
0: it's just as... I mean we could always say that we're here for whining prospects and looking for proper produce.
2: I mean, we could name drop Baron Asher. It's not like he's gonna find you down here anyways, and we're not staying here long. I'm sure he has some political sway. And don't you have like a family crest or something?
3: There's a checkpoint?
0: Oh, uh we actually have um something to help us through that. A letter of introduction. We do? Uh yes, uh, I what, have it what right is here. It?
2: introducing us ass uh
0: basically says that we hit for business prospect
2: uh okay well uh, sure okay so cabbages right or wine which one do you think do you have like a signet ring or something yours about wait wait oh wait no we can't use yours fail never mind uh, yeah uh, of course Psst.
3: are you trying to get me killed well that's why i
2: said we can't use her
3: you guys as you're having this conversation roll a perception check
2: oh also rayland what should we refer to you as? Roll your
3: perception check first. Quentin?
2: 30 for
0: Charles Smooth. Neg 1 for 15.
3: So, Finevere, you're hearing a lot of noise all around you and you're taking in the sights. You do not notice as some Red Guard begin passing by you. Charles, as these Red Guard are walking by, you sort of overhear their conversation. No, I don't know. Do you think the Red King is real? I don't know, dimwit. How do I know? We haven't seen him for years.
1: What if he's dead? Just you shut your mouth. Or do you want to be executed for treason? What's worse? Execution for treason or being strung up by your toes? What?
3: I don't know. Ugh, come on.
0: The Den of Perpetual Tickling. It's a Tales reference.
3: So, Charles, you can finish with your question to Valen, but the guard just walked by you guys, bypassing you. They kind of glanced at your elk as they were walking by, stopped briefly, looked you all up and down, and looked at Charles, shook their head, and continued walking.
2: (laughs) So, as I was saying before I was, um, ogled, uh, (laughs) (laughs) what
0: should we refer to you as? I'm sure there's a hundred Valens here
2: somewhere. You, really? Because I've never heard the name before. How common a a name is this?
3: I've just been calling him (sighs) Vay. You just see Kelsey blush slightly.
2: Yeah, V my dog. V. v. Oh, no, what? No. Uh, v like, like just the first letter of his name.
3: I don't care what you call me as long as it's
2: not late for dinner.
3: <laughs> That's a pretty good joke. I I might borrow that. But no, um, Vay is fine. He just tells you Vay is fine. V is also fine. But Kelsey's been calling him Vay, which he seems to like.
2: Really. I don't know if I want to get in on your guys' little pet names.
0: A married man,
2: no. Betrothed, well, betrothed. Betroth, very different.
3: <laughs> but
0: no,
2: no.
3: Exactly. What are you guys on about? Gosh, just it's a nickname. It's like calling Mr. Smooth Charles or
2: Smoot or Wait, Mr. Smoot. Both Smooth. of those are my name.
3: Well, you also could be Mr. Smooth, like the way that you talk over Lord Eden.
2: What are you on about?
3: Oh, I see the way you talk to her, and the way you look <laughs> at her, and the way she looks at you. There's something going on there.
2: I'm pretty sure I'm very crass and crude more than smooth. Like, I get yelled at all the time.
3: That's your way of flirting.
2: Yeah, no,
0: I was picking up the si- uh, similar vibes.
3: And it's for the same thing, like, I call Finnevere Finn. It's just a short name. <laughs> Kelsey is just... Kelsey. Ke-
2: Kelsey. <laughs> Wait, we can call you Kel.
3: Kels. Kay? K. <laughs> Don't do three Ks. So we'll be good.
0: What, this Is there a reference? I'm not kidding. No, there's nothing you're missing. No, then. my
3: my full name is pretty close to getting. Yeah, what is your
2: middle getting name? Cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> Cancelled. Kelsey. Cancelled. Kissing. Venture forth. All right, Finn. You've got the paperwork, and I'm just going to leave it up to you and Valen. I'm going to sit here as quietly as physically possible.
0: All right. Uh, so I guess we go to checkpoint C.
3: Sure. You walk over to the northeastern gate where you see there is a guard there. There is a line it's moving relatively quickly as the guard seems to just kind of glance at people's sheets and sort of waves them in to the city. It does look like they're keeping some sort of tally as you go in. When it comes down to your group, the guard looks at you. Name, passes, paperwork, whatever you have.
0: Uh, Finneverver, and, uh, we have this.
3: He glances at the paper, and he seems to stare at it for a moment before ripping it out of your hands, breaking the seal and unfurling it, reading over the document. Uh-huh. Business
1: venture. You sure you want to go to this side of the district? Um, well, you see, uh, I'm
0: not sure.
1: <laughs> You'd have a better time in the West District. Well, I really... That appre- the North.
0: Well, I truly appreciate that, chap. Uh, so I guess we'll just... It's easier just to go the other way? Well... What would you recommend? We're amenable to most anything.
1: It's going to be a lot of walking if you go this way, and you want to be in the West District. Uh... You have four main districts, at least. You have your North, South, East, and West. The majority of the Merchanting Districts are going to be in your West Area and the North District. North more for Artisans and the West District for your standard goods, services, as well as rare items and rules.
0: Wait, wait, so Artisan's North, and then West would be, more time, uh, basically General material goods, goods Material goods Commodities and oddities
1: Additionally, if you have anything to do with any of the schools, they're all in the West District as well This side is mostly just the Coliseum and several other minor entertainments
3: I don't recommend it for people who are just to visit for the merchants and markets
0: I'll take that into consideration, you've been very helpful Right there's no real way to get north through here, is there?
3: You would have to go through the city regardless.
0: Yeah, but the center is raised, so we unless we get invited up north, then—
3: you, You'll yeah. get a—you can ask him if you would like about the yeah. lay of the city a little bit more.
0: Uh, is, there an easier way to get to the north district? I'm more interested in, say, um, raw farmed goods, like, uh, mass produce.
3: That would probably be over in your west East. district, then
0: oh then west it is
3: but if you want to get into the north you can either go to the east or the west you'll be passing up through the northeast or the northwest wall whole city's a giant circle
0: all righty thank you for your service right uh i guess guess we'll get out of line also can i like check just casually is he packing a gun like the other red guards that we saw yeah okay Good to know. As
2: Finn starts to get out of line, Smoot kind of nudges him. I'm actually here to sell goods. Why would we care where we enter in? Uh, well, once we're uh,
0: in more of a distance way. Sure. Uh, was it? Anything that you needed in this uh, district? Uh, basically, implication being, is there anything that you can come up with a good reason to be in this district? Aren't we trying to go into the West District, Jaden? Hey, we, we were trying to get into the East, but our credentials. Don't give us a very good reason to be there unless we want to start coming up with people that we're supposed to meet.
3: It was the reason that you gave to the commander and, like, it was one of the reasons and that's what he just picked up on and wrote down in the document because that's what Finnevere said.
2: Uh, I mean, you know, we had such a long boat voyage. I could probably go for some fun and relaxation for an evening and then do business on the morrow. I mean, who are we even here to meet today anyways?
3: Couldn't we just, you know... Walk there
2: that's what i'm also saying if we want to go anywhere also you said you wanted to go to like all the so we because i'm trying to give us a reason to right.
3: those were not words mr
2: smooth oh no, they were you just have to understand mumble
0: oh you're right you're right uh, i guess we'll do a bit of relaxation and visit the business district in the morning
3: are we going to go back to the gate that we just left are we just well, going now to go? it's awkward
0: no 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 we'll we'll go through here for now and we'll we'll venture the uh on the morrow
2: where is here yeah, but oh, yeah, Finn, we're, we're we gonna stepped keep... out of line Now we've got to go back into the line And talk to the same person Well, I, when I
0: said I want to step out of line You go, whoa, whoa, whoa So I didn't know how yeah, far yeah, it yeah. I I
2: was trying to catch him before he like left left the line You
3: guys, they're moving people in the line yeah. You wouldn't have been able to stand That's in the I line figure. You would have been told to either get out of the way Or go in But you were having a conversation So we assume that you moved out of the way of the line
0: Alright, we'll just get back in line That's so awkward Can we just go to the north and walk around?
3: We could just go to the center one. That's what I'm saying,
0: and then, and walk then we walk just Yeah, that way.
2: Oh, like we can actually go to the center. No, no, oh, the center gate entrance. There's three of them. We went to the eastmost one. We're just gonna go to the middle one and then walk once we're in the city to the east.
3: Let's just go through the center one. Let's go. I'm so, this is so awkward and All embarrassing.
0: Right, so we'll leave this one and we'll go to the next one. And, and I'm sure there's a line and we might hear some muttering and then we maybe get there.
3: Sure, you guys can roll perception check, since it sounds like you're trying to listen to any conversations going on around. Maybe pick up on a rumor or two.
0: Twenty-six for Charles Smith. And the hot rolls just don't stop. No, no, no. That's a twenty-six for Finn. That's a thirty-one for Charles Smith. Oh, is it actually? No, it's yeah, not. Yeah. I think you
2: have it backwards. Oh wow, hot tank. Yeah, that's how math works. Yeah, thirty-one for Charles Smith apparently.
3: Okay. As you guys are standing in line, both of you hear some conversations from people that are entering into the city. You're not sure if they're locals or not. They don't seem to have any strange accents to them that kind of sound similar to you guys. Clothing-wise, everyone's kind of like a mishmash. So it's hard to tell if what you're hearing is accurate or not. But again, you, this time, Finamir, you do hear this part of the conversation. People mentioning something about the Red King, some rumoring that I hear the Red King might actually be dead. No one's seen him since the coronation. That was ten years ago, such a long time. And then there's another woman who seems to be also gossiping. Well I heard, there may be a wedding soon, a royal wedding. So therefore, the king
1: must be alive, unless it's one of his children that we've never heard of. Very
3: strange. I don't like how secretive this Red Kingdom is. You guys, get up to the checkpoint of the North Gate. Papers, please, sirs.
0: Uh, well, I'll I'll issue the uh, the paper again.
3: She kind of furls it over in her hands, looks at the seal, looks you up and down, and then starts reading the parchment. And then she closes back up and hands it back to, You'd be better off entering through the westmost gate if you want to go into the merchanting area.
0: Well, we've decided that that's going to be a, a venture for tomorrow. It's been a long, long trip. We're just trying to get anywhere we can to just rest our legs and find a good place for this little guy and he'll gesture towards the elk
3: she looks at him, is taken aback by the size of the creature for a moment ah,
0: don't you a good boy Cerulean, he'll go out like nuzzle him,
2: <laughs> roll handle animal then. does Cerulean like
3: but you? also yeah Finn Cerulean has only been trained by Charles, I don't know what Charles has trained him to do,
2: alright, that's a good question I
0: don't know what the role for that is. Uh you know, Finn's a very fairly charismatic fella. nature.
3: Yeah, it'd be a nature role.
0: Alright, let, let's go. Let's see what, what nature is, is speaking. Alright, uh, you're twenty-eight.
3: Finn, you and Cerulean have a relatively good relationship at this moment. He does not seem to really mind that he's being pet since he's been left behind so many times. He's felt unloved. And today somebody's actually loving him.
0: He's such a good boy. He is such a good
2: boy.
3: Ah, well, I see. Then, if you wouldn't mind a recommendation, somewhere you could stay. There's a very quaint tavern. If you go up just north, a little bit further to the west, in the original part of the southern district, there's a nice place called Mrs. Potts Taverns and Teas, Quite popular here among the locals. You might find it a worthy place to rest.
0: I'll certainly take that under advisement. Everyone is so helpful. Thank you so much but of course we all are here to serve our king oh certainly uh so uh anything else we can help you with uh we good to go like to get things unpacked
3: (laughs) she hands you back your paper yeah gestures for you and seems to like just tick off a number of lines on her papers
0: okay uh, did nine. she ask for names? This one didn't. I don't think, I don't know.
3: So, you guys walk in through the gate.
2: What I just want to clarify. Would they have asked for each person's name upon entry or just the individual introducing?
3: It was whatever was on the paper that she seemed to be satisfied with, which was handed back to Finavir.
2: Yep. Hey, Finn, can I re- I really- I'm just really curious as to what this says.
0: Uh, sure. Hey, right, he hands it over to Smoot. No. It's all in gibberish again. Oh, come on. You know you're Arthal. That's like me saying you know your English. Now, you have the gibberish language. None of your phonetics are consistent, and silent letters are
2: bull. At least we're not French.
3: So, you're trying to read the document? Yep. Okay. Charles, because you have had some experience reading Arthal, it's not as bad as it normally is, so you are actually able to piecemeal it together very slowly with some effort. The document essentially details exactly what Finnevere told you, that you have been authorized to travel through the barricade by none other than Commander Griffith of the Order Chariot. You have been inspected and found sufficient. You are permitted to enter the city for the purposes of business venture in the West District and North District. And essentially, that's what the paper says. It says that there are... Five of you, including a large mammal.
2: Does it have our names on the paper?
3: It seems to have initials. Well, it has first names and last name initial.
2: Okay, that satisfies me. I just wanted to make sure that Charles Smooth's name was in the books. Sure. Uh, I guess we begin. To make well, what time well, of day? Well, you've already
3: it? made your way in. Like.
2: Well, no, no, no. We're we're already in. I'm I'm trying to figure out where we're going from here. So, um, what what time of day is it?
3: I told you it was late afternoon when you got here.
0: Hmm. And then we walked to the right and walked to the north. Yeah, there's a lot of walking,
2: and there's only going to be more. So, do you want to check out this Mrs.
0: Potts Tavern and Teas? I mean, it's been a long ride, and why not? we just take a minute to cool down before we plan our next steps.
1: I think it would be good for us to have a base of operations, at the very least.
2: Oh, and I also kind of had more nefarious intentions, because it sounded like this place has been around since the beginning, like, before, and it's popular with the locals, so we might be able to glean some information.
0: Sure, Mr. Smoot. (laughs) So,
3: you guys begin walking through the city, attempting to find this location. You were given some directions on how to get there. You would need to roll survival to navigate through the city, and I'll give you a description, as you guys also give me a perception.
0: Uh, I will aid another. Charles with a 19. He's getting his comeuppance. And Finnevere with a 22.
3: Was that perception or survival?
0: survival? Survival. Okay,
3: I need a perception as well.
0: 20 for Finn. 29 for Charles Smith.
3: With the plus one from uh no, you guys have trouble finding your way. However, as you guys are walking through this portion of the city, Finavir, you're mostly seeing what appears to be relatively new buildings. You see evidence of... Restoration in the area, though Charles as you're looking around at these buildings, which are very lovely and they have a sort of like Tudorish appearance to them, you catch glimpse in some alleys of what appears to be dilapidated or deteriorating structures and what appears to be some graffiti in some back alleys, but it's very difficult to make out from where you guys are walking. It is becoming apparent as you're walking that you are not finding this location. You also are realizing this city is massive in scale.
2: Yeah, vague direction of go north in the center area and you'll find it not particularly helpful, it turns out.
0: Ah, well, we could ask another guard. They seem to be quite informative and helpful. Uh, We find a guard.
3: You find one of the Red Guard who are patrolling around this area. You see a group of two of them and you approach them.
0: Uh,
2: Good evening.
3: Ah, yes, the Red Dong greets you.
2: Uh, praise the r- rising sun.
3: They seem to smile. How can we help you, citizens?
0: Uh, we're looking for a place to rest our weary heads, um. We heard that, uh, there's a popular place called the... Mrs. Tower. Yeah, that one.
3: Ah, of course. Would you like us to guide you there?
0: Oh, that would be fantastic. Uh, and escort? ask, or how genteel of you. Thank you so much. But of course, we are
3: all servants of the
0: king. I, uh, of course. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and they begin guiding you.
2: Oh, do I want to get us in trouble? I have a question that could potentially cause issues. <laughs>
0: in a Pathfinder campaign, never. Do you, should I? We haven't gotten anything
2: You're done. You're Charles, Smoot. You, uh, you are Charles. Speaking of that great king we serve, uh, how are his wedding preparations coming along?
3: They look towards you and they seem to look you up and down.
2: You hear many rumors while on the road. Of course.
3: Please roll Diplomacy.
2: <laughs> That's true. I guess we're trying to inflict, uh, impact their, their mood of us. Ah, uh, come on. No! No! Why now? I roll fire on perception checks to get the information, but when it need be applied, I ungabunga not asking for terrorist reasons. <laughs> I'm not asking. I'm not asking to, like, kidnap the princess or anything. The audience at do home. You... Yeah, what I rolled do you... a one for a total of Charles boots eight on diplomacy. What do you say
3: that gets them upset is my question. Holy moly. Okay. They stop and turn towards you. It would be wise to avoid spreading such rumors. Of course... Dear citizen.
2: Oh, well, glad to put the rumors to bed. I wouldn't want to be spreading any falsehoods. If you're saying that that's just fake news, then what what else could possibly be?
3: And where is it that you heard this rumor, citizen?
2: Oh, some old ladies were gossiping while we were going through the check-in process over by the gates. So
0: lawful good of you, Smoot.
3: You're betraying these old ladies.
2: I have no allegiance to them. I'm trying to save my own skin.
3: You see as one of them pulls out a pad, like this wooden placard that seems to have like a little rings on it and papers. he
2: seems to write on it. I mean, how dare they? They were even questioning the Red King's legitimacy if he even existed. I was taken aback by such scandalous notions. And he keeps talking. Oh, and he keeps talking. <laughs> I grit failed. I have to keep talking. I haven't dug the hole deep enough yet. I gotta dig my own grave here! Um, what our friend
3: is saying is, we've had a very long journey and we'd really like to get some rest. You see as they're starting to walk around your group? Like, they stop and they start inspecting your group, looking at everything. Very fine mount you have there. And you're from out of town,
2: you say? Huh. Well, you're not gonna find a steed like this in town. Where did you say you were from?
0: Valen. We're prospecting from uh, from a well-named w- winery.
3: They look at you, Finn, and also Valen. Would you mind showing us your papers, please?
0: Oh, certainly. I will show them the paper.
3: They take it. They look at the seal. They look at you kind of suspiciously, Charles. <clears throat> they take the paper and they roll it up.
0: Uh, I will need that.
3: Please roll diplomacy. Twenty-eight. Of course, good citizen. But please be aware, forged documents are illegal.
0: Oh, of course. I. Naturally, I assume.
3: The one hands you back the document tentatively, mm-hmm. kind of resisting as you grab it before mm-hmm. releasing it. They gesture, down the street. Walk for about five more minutes and you should come across the tavern. Please, remain safe, dear citizens, and make good choices.
0: But of course.
3: And they depart from you. Charles... Do you ever... not? Like, do you just ever think... to not?
2: where else are we going to get information on the King's wedding? I mean, please, we all obviously know what's going on here.
3: We don't know anything, actually. This is all
1: speculation and rumors from old ladies.
2: Oh, please, like the puzzle pieces aren't coming all together. I can see it clear as day.
3: I think we need to be careful, like the captain said, about who we talk to. About these sort of things.
2: I well, seemed
0: cordial enough. Uh, it seemed like we were drawing quite a bit of attention, and it seemed that this this may not this uh, paper may not be something we want to draw too much attention to.
3: Additionally, what if what if there is a wedding that it wasn't announced, and that's why we're getting in trouble? Maybe gossiping is illegal. Oh no!
2: Oh, we're gonna be taken by the Gestapo.
3: Oh no! Okay, let's just get down to this tavern. And hopefully, it's nice and. Quiet in there, and maybe we find a friendly face that is actually friendly.
0: Some hot food.
3: Hot food would be nice. Not pickles. I'm done with pickles. Hot tack. So, you continue walking?
2: Yep. We go in the direction that the Red Guards pointed us out.
3: As you continue your way down, you do find five minutes down the road, on the left hand side, is a very quaint building that is decorated in billowing plants, and on top of it, what appears to be A giant teapot pouring into a teacup, and written in Arthaw are the words on a placard sign, Mrs. Potts, Taverns, and Teas." Strangely enough, though, you notice that there seems to be some rubble nearby the building on the far right-hand side that hasn't been cleaned up. And around the area, you see several other buildings that are in disarray as well. But this place seems quaint and well kept overall. All right. Nice aesthetic. Bad neighborhood. I feel like I'm walking in New York City. At least we haven't gotten robbed yet.
2: Yeah, we've only been harassed by the police. Really, it is like New
3: York. Oh, no. New York. Is that a city from where you are from?
2: Yes, it's oh. like York, but newer.
0: Oh, I see. It's Charles Smoot. 57-year-old biology teacher. Born
2: and raised raised in upstate New York. York. Come on, Galen, you've heard this how many times?
3: I know, you even say it in your sleep.
2: It's the only thing that keeps me sane. You gotta remember where you come from if you wanna know where you're going.
3: Right. Well, are we going in? Looks like there's a place you can tie your elk up.
2: All right, Cerulean, I'll be right back, buddy. And we're gonna get you some actual real food. Tea? Biscuits, probably. I don't know what they have in here. We'll figure it out.
3: You guys, walk in to the shop. And as you go in, you are greeted by a very quaint environment. You see a older woman, somewhat heavier set, bustling about this little room, this tavern area. There seems to be about four or five customers all seated at tables. And strangely enough, as you walk in, you see that there's a table that you can sit at. There's like a seat yourself sort of sign. But you see and hear a voice.
2: Why, hello. How can I serve you? (laughs) What in the world is that?
3: And you see as there is what appears to be an android standing nearby your table who appears to have a sort of barrel-styled chest that can open up and close. And once again, he says, how may I be of service to you?
0: Uh, we'd, we'd like to get some hot food and some. I'll take some tea. Very well.
3: And that is where we're going to end off this week's episode of the Gage Chronicles.
0: Oh, yeah. Next time
2: we get some tea. Oh, something (laughs) to look forward to. And maybe some answers, but definitely some tea. Definitely tea. Answers, maybe.
3: Thank you, Foundlinks, for listening to this week's episode of the Gage Chronicles. We're so glad that you joined us. And yeah, this is a very interesting place to end off is at the tea shop. Uh, so hopefully you will enjoy this next episode as our party gets some tea and we kind of figure out where we're going next, what decisions they have to make as they have gathered a lot of information this episode. Well, we'll find out next next week on The Gate Chronicles. But before I go, also big thank you and shout out to Michael Gelfi and Monument Studios and Epidemic Sounds, and the various artists that I use from them for the music and ambiance in today's episode. Thank you, guys. See you next, next week. Bye-bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.